one of them clearly slipping through and slamming into this house. We just got to the scene where first responders have sort of roped off this area. That's a Fox News correspondent in Ashkelon earlier this week describing the scene outside a house that took a direct hit from a rocket fired into Israel from Gaza. The rocket set the house on fire, trapping an Israeli woman and her five children inside. Her neighbor is Robert Gasner, a Canadian man who moved to the neighborhood two months ago. He was in his shelter when the rocket hit. He didn't know the family, except to say hello. But the 63-year-old former Torontonian leapt into action to save them. What had to be done, the house is on fire and there's people. I know there's people I could hear. That's what Jewish Canada sounds like for Sunday, May 16th, 2021. I'm Ellen Besner, and this is the CJN Daily, brought to you by Metropia. As the violence between Israel and the Palestinian forces continued through the weekend, Robert Gasner is recovering from scorched hands, a bloody wound on the left side of his head, and a really bad sore throat. But he gladly bears the signs of his heroic actions from Wednesday night, that even saw Gasner with blood clearly streaming from his face, interviewed by the Fox News reporter. Coming up, we'll hear directly from Gasner in an exclusive Canadian interview. Robert Gasner comes from a well-known Canadian Jewish family. His grandparents were pillars of the Toronto community, founders of synagogues, leaders of the Canadian Jewish Congress. And Rob's mother, Cynthia Gasner, used to write for the CJN, along with all her community work with Baycrest. Robert Gasner moved to Israel 15 years ago, but to Ashkelon only recently. And he'd sent his wife out of town to help look after a sick grandchild, but he remained behind with a premonition he might be needed. I reached him at his home Thursday night, just 24 hours after the rocket hit. Now you are talking to me with a scratchy voice and a wicked bruise cut on your left eye. Uh, how are you feeling? I actually feel amazing. Um, it's one of those Jewish things where you feel really amazing and really down at the same time with every holiday, every Jewish event type of thing. Um, we had a terrible thing happen here yesterday, but it turned out okay. There were other th- terrible things. The rocket attacks are absolutely unbelievable, and we might get interrupted. I've had several today. Two days ago, there were 50. I was in the bomb shelter 50 times. But yesterday was, uh, was, per- was particularly interesting. We now know that there was a problem with the Iron Dome in this part of the country, and stuff came through. And um, one of the rockets that came through hit my neighbor's house. I was down in my bomb shelter, and uh, it's not a full bomb shelter, but it's below ground, so it's better than a bomb shelter. And it shook me. I was right against the wall in the corner, and it knocked me off the wall six inches. And this is... Uh, that's not supposed to happen. So I, uh, I knew there was a problem. I was okay. I got up, I ran outside, and I looked, and I saw that there was this huge fireball. My neighbor's house was on fire. How they weren't killed is a total surprise to me. But it was only half the house that got destroyed. There must have been a thick wall, and they were probably in the bomb shelter. So half the house is destroyed where the, where the rocket actually came in and set it on fire. And it set, on the mat, it set the mats on fire, like the sukkah mats. So it was like a huge um, torch. So I uh, ran over there and uh, the gate was locked to the driveway. I finally stuck my leg up on the, on the stone part, yanked it and it came out miraculously and smacked me right in the face. Uh, 
So I said, okay, here's your chance. Went through the opening and uh, ran into the house. The family was frozen. The, the mother didn't know what to do. The kids were two on the ground. So I said, let's go. I started screaming, let's go. And the fire was loud. It was like a freight train. Um, I said, let's go. And uh, I picked up one of the kids, grabbed the other kid by the hand and started screaming again. And I popped a vocal cord or something. Um, it's getting better, it's getting worse, but I did that. We ran out of the house, and uh, by that time, other people started showing up. So I was, in essence, a first responder, and uh, I'm lucky I was there because uh, it was an opportunity to help some people. Now, you know these people, or these were strangers to you? I know they're neighbors, but were you also friends with these, this family? No, I hadn't met them. I'd seen them. I might have said good job as we passed on the street, but I didn't, I didn't really know who they were, and... Um, it's a very friendly neighborhood, but we just moved in two months ago. Have you spoken to the family? How are they and how are they doing? They're fine. They came by this morning at about 8 a.m. I hadn't been to sleep. I sat outside and just listened to some great music. I went back and forth to my bomb shelter five or six times because the sirens were going off. But it was a very, it was a satisfying evening because even though we had a loss somewhere else, uh, it turned out really great for the family. So they came by at 8 a.m. this morning and they came over and they introduced themselves and smiles and happy. And it was a really great scene. And the little boy's name is Rafael David. Beautiful boy. Same age as one of my grandchildren. So it really hit hard. And I had to I was working hard to keep myself together. I'm a really emotional person. And it's been an emotional time. And I was working hard. And then and then the kid we were talking and then he came over and he put it, wrapped his arms around my legs. And it was just like, I melted. How old is he? He's five years old. He's beautiful. So I had to, we ended it and I was like, went inside and cried. Why did you decide to do, to run in if you didn't even know these people? You know what, I, I saw the fire, there was a way to go through it. I, you know, so if I get a little singed, big deal, I stick my finger through the Havdalah candle every Motzei Shabbat, and I don't burn myself, so I know you can go through it. I couldn't imagine how I could live with myself if an opportunity came up and I didn't do it. I would expect any person to do it. Thank you so much for being with us today at the CJN Daily. Thank you. You heard Rob Gassner mention the age of the five-year-old boy he carried out on his shoulders. And he'd said also there was a loss somewhere else that night. He was referring to the five-year-old boy who died at the Barzillai Medical Center in Ashkelon, where Rob was being treated for his own injuries. The five-year-old Ido Avigail was killed in Steyrot when a rocket hit the building next to his. He was actually in a fortified safe room, but somehow shrapnel managed to pierce the window shutter. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. I'm Ellen Besner. You can reach me at ebesner at thecjn.ca. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and check out more coverage of the breaking news from the Middle East on the cjn.ca website. I'll be back Wednesday after Shavuot. 
And we'll close this episode with the sounds gathered by our reporter Ron Sillag from the community rally for Israel that drove through the streets of Toronto, including this rousing rendition of Israel's national anthem by Rabbi Moshe Maravich of St. Catherine's B'nai Israel Synagogue. Oh, no.